0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, and my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Help, low. Everybody, Stacey K here,
1: Kayla Ballmer here. I don't know why we felt like we had to introduce ourselves, but I was like pressured because of you.
0: I know. Um, We are doing a podcast today that I am so excited for because my good friends Tyler and Marissa are on the show, and we have them on their iPhones right now, so it's like. During, like, this whole, like, quarantine thing, not everybody has, like, a professional microphone, but then, I don't know if you guys know this, but I recorded a full song using an iPhone. I feel like I'm doing, like, an iPhone commercial right now, (laughs) but I recorded a full song, and it sounded, like, professional quality, so I thought,
1: we'll just try to do this on an iPhone, so bear with us. If it sounds like they're on their iPhones don't care okay so tell us a little bit about yourselves marissa i want to know because my stacy just told me today that you do the exact same thing as like tyler and stacy you're a performer didn't know. yeah so i want to hear about like what what each of you do and like what your day-to-day p.s they're a couple like. but we'll get to that after yeah
2: fun okay. fun um, maybe I should start. Go ahead. Um, I am a person from Whitby, Ontario. So I'm an, I'm from Ontario. Mm-hmm. I went to school for musical theater at Sheridan College for four years for the degree program. Um, and that's where I met Tyler. He was a year below me. Um, and then after school, I moved in with my parents, became a server, auditioned. Uh, a bunch, and then I honestly haven't been getting a ton of work, but I'm not super. I'm not super mad about it because um, I discovered early on, luckily, that my self worth and value. I did not want to invest completely in performing, um, which meant that there was space for more interests, more hobbies, and more things to learn. So um, since then, I've, I've invested in. Um, <laughs> a new career during quarantine. It kind of was very like to the surface. I couldn't ignore it. I need to do this. And then Tyler gave me a big push and I'm becoming a relationship coach. I've taken a couple courses. I have a couple certification courses I'm doing. I took a queer and um, gender identities course to learn about the community that I'm in, which is the theater community. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me right now. I'm also really interested in astrology. Um, (laughs) That was my, my year after school ended, I had nothing to do when I was at home with my parents. I had no rent to pay really. Like I was like, what am I supposed to do with my time? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I decided to just really get interested in astrology and it gave me like a whole new perspective on life. Um, and I think it's, it's a really interesting, um, Type of spirituality.
1: I'm so excited to hear more about that because, like, I don't know anything about it, but I find it, like, the most interesting thing ever. So, like, I'm so excited. And isn't it interesting as well how, like, as bad as, like, COVID has been, it's also, like, allowed people like you and, like, us to start this podcast and stuff to – you probably would have never been able to do that if it wasn't – for COVID, right? Well, like right? The
2: government money really gave me a, a great opportunity for that. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's <laughs> so goodness. cool.
2: It like put like a
0: like a sense of ease where we could all just like figure it out, and we wouldn't have started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a new dog. Like it. Yeah, was, like you so wouldn't many have a new things, career. Yeah. Like this is like. It's so cool. It's That's so cool. so cool. Okay, Tyler. Okay,
3: Tyler, who are you? <laughs> um, uh, I am from uh, Mississauga, and uh, I have been um, a performer for a very long time. I started acting when I was like seven years old, and um, I've been working, and then I went to a topical school of the arts uh, for high school, which was like the best decision ever in my life, and then... Um, I went to Sheridan College and, um, after that, I've just been working as a performer and an actor. Um, I'm also like, um, I'm an aspiring choreographer. That's something that I am really I interested so. in. And I'm also looking into like, like Marissa, I've had a lot of time during this quarantine where we haven't been working and doing stuff. So I've been looking into some other things as well. And I'm really getting interested into like mind-body therapy and mind-body connection and, um, Looking at the, yeah, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love... Tell me what
2: your first contract was ever.
3: Oh, I, um... (laughs) When I was a little kid, I played Oliver at Stratford, uh... Um, in 2006 and that oh, was really crazy. a, a life changing experience for me so so, so really technically
2: fun. he's been in this industry he's only 24 years old and he's been in this industry
3: for how many years I don't know like, like thir- 13 yeah, years or something, something like that? that I don't know <laughs>
2: like,
3: uh, you're like oh my god we have to do sorry. math oh
1: my god oh my god
3: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> don't, don't make me do math <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah other than that I'm a great friend and um, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's true and a great and a great partner
3: Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, that's sweet <laughs> okay
2: so okay, this
0: okay, is I have to brag about them a little bit, like like talking about each like thing. Like they're so humble. I want to call you guys like like a modern day like hi- like hippie couple. Is that like a, is that weird to say? But like you are, and it's so funny because there are so many things that you guys talk about that I literally when I first met you, I was like I have no idea what they're talking about, and then next like next thing you know, I'm like literally sitting there two hours later. I have not even blinked my eyes because I just want to like listen to what you have to say yeah. and. Okay, so Marissa, for some reason... So my boyfriend has met Marissa maybe like two or three times... And he still to this day says, I feel like there's, like, a magical power or something. For some reason, he's like, I feel, like, super relaxed when she's around. And he was like, he's like, I feel like if I were to have, like, taken, like, a drug to relax me or something, it would be, like, how I feel when I'm, like, listening to Marissa talk. And I was like... Big time. Whoa, that is, like, so cool. Oh, my God. And I was like, I wish I could relax you that way. He's like, no, (laughs) you can't, though, because you're not at all like her. So... So (laughs) But, like... It is true. Like there's like a calming thing about you or something like even your face. Like I don't know what it is. What were you going to say, Tyler? In
3: astrology, her day is the day of interpersonal enchantment. And I think that that is like the perfect description of her. Like she makes everyone feel comfortable and like you feel like you can just open right up about any subject with her. And I feel like that's like a gift really, you know, I think everyone like like, humans have gifts and like, I think everyone has like a gift that's one of hers for sure.
1: (laughs) They're well, like the best couple ever. No, I like already, know. I'm like doing the thing where I'm just like watching the two of you, and I'm being like, I'm obsessed. Okay, but then well, let me brag. Let me brag
0: about Tyler. Let me brag about Tyler for a second. So when he talks about like performing and dancing and being like an aspiring choreographer, you are literally one of the best dancers I have ever met. in My <laughs> what? life no. and your voice. No, I can't stop watching you on stage. And Tyler said to me, he's like, No, I'm not like trained like some people. You have this like unique thing. You can't take your eyes off of you and i'm even talking like when you like i think we've been to like a dance club together once and i literally (laughs) think of how much think of how much i love to dance kayla I just stood and watched Tyler dance, and then all of a sudden, there was just a circle of people around watching, Tyler dance. and he wasn't—he wasn't like in the middle, like doing the worm or like the robot or anything. I'm talking like he was just in his zone dancing, and it was just like the most entertaining, cool. Like it looked like a movie. Like it was like the coolest thing. Okay, so you guys are on here one because you're amazing people and like great friends and, and all of that good stuff. And there is another topic that I find fascinating about you guys that you agreed to, like, talk about today and, like, educate people about today. And I have never in my life learned so much about a topic that I before didn't understand. And now I feel like I do. And so I wanted to ask if you will talk about that. And also Kayla has probably a million questions that I've already asked. So we start, you are in what I guess society would call an open relationship. Yes.
3: Well, yeah. So basically we started like, um, about two years ago, three, like, about almost three years, two it was, and a half? It
2: was two years ago, yeah. You,
3: uh, Marissa, started approaching me with, like, this information about, like, things like open relationships and, like, polyamory and all this stuff. Non-monogamy, and, just throwing no, out
2: all of the yeah, terms. All, yeah, the,
3: all these big terms, and it, um, we just... Wanted, I think what Marissa really wanted to do was just open up our idea to the fact that we live in a world where we are prescribed a one-size-fits-all relationship. Yeah. Um. And that is just not the way humans work. Like, yeah. we all are different human beings. We all have different needs, different desires, different wants. Um. So why try and fit into this, like, one style of re- relationship that can end up being quite toxic or difficult to deal with because yeah. it's not built for everyone. Yeah. I
2: don't know if you guys have heard the term toxic monogamy. Uh, well, I have, but explain to yeah, Kayla, because you guys explained it to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So basically toxic monogamy is like similar to toxic masculinity in the way that it's something that is very stereotypical or structural that our society abides by, but can go too far. So in toxic, monogamy, um, toxic masculinity, you know that it can happen when guys are a bit too power hungry and a bit, a bit egotistical and they want to talk over you and those kind of things. But toxic monogamy is basically when you think that jealousy is a, a descriptor of what makes a good relationship. If I'm not jealous of you with other people or talking to other people, then I don't really love you. Or there's different types of... Um, Oh, sorry, I'm like no. <laughs> don't feel pressure
1: at all. Like, don't feel pressure yeah. to make it perfect. Because I
2: because I, I stumble a lot, and I'm like put pressure on myself to speak perfectly all the time. I'm not a motivational yeah. speaker, so it's it's a little challenging. No. Um, and especially but in, on, like, this podcast, on this podcast, yeah, like we're yeah, like, so, <laughs> we <we're> so crazy. <laughs> to, yeah, make a disclaimer. Um, another aspect of toxic monogamy that I find is is actually one of the most toxic things. Um, That it's, it's actually prevailing idea throughout almost all of our concepts of what we think relationships should be. And it's that one person should be able to make you happy forever, or one person will be able to satisfy all of your needs, which are so unique and plentiful. Per person. So to expect one person to do all that for you is honestly kind of re- disrespectful to relationships and
3: disrespectful <laughs> to the, I guess, the autonomy of the individual. Like, I think that's like what we really fight for the most is that the people... amount of pressure
2: we put on people actually causes more relationships to end than to thrive.
3: Mm. Mm -hmm. big time
2: like you're saying like well like like if i get frustrated like why can't you make me happy why
0: can't you make me happy it's like that that's not what human beings are built for is just to make one person happy for the rest of their life and and we
3: rely on community and we rely on more than the individual you know like in the um 50s and 40s and 60s, whatever, the nuclear family became like this huge thing where it was two parents and two kids, and that was it. Like, that is the way you raise children. And if you're raising children in any other way, or if you are living your life in any other way, then you are doing it wrong.
2: Yeah. Or you're, or right. you're a bad person. Or if you don't experience jealousy like everyone else does, then there's something wrong with you. Cause I, I have never really been a hyper jealous person. It's not All really right. been in my vocabulary. Um, I get jealous when someone is not paying attention to me that I, I don't know how they feel about me yet, but once I have a relationship and I know how they feel about me, I have very little proof that I shouldn't be completely secure in that, you know? So I, I understand that that's such a privilege that I have that I'm like, where did I get that from Maybe Because of my parents being very good at instilling me with confidence and, and self-worth and self-esteem. Um, but I just have never felt jealousy to be a a huge problem in my relationship so that's kind of informed me on like okay so what is possible now that I know that I am it's not a huge deal for me if Tyler were to flirt with someone at a party I actually think that is very attractive I'm like oh
3: it's one of the reasons why you fell in love with me was because of my personality and the way that I am when I am having fun and flirting and being a Um, yourself. Yeah, myself. Yourself,
2: And a a lot of people like, like that about someone until they're in a relationship with them. And then they're like, sorry, you can't be that way anymore. But then that's in a way kind of limiting his autonomy and what makes him so special. And so for me, in my mind, I'm like, why would I keep that awesome, beautiful gift that I think he has to myself completely? I'm like, I actually think that's selfish in, in my world. I don't think that it's it's selfish for how other people live. But for me, it feels selfish. Because I'm like, I know how awesome he is. Everyone knows how awesome he is. <laughs> Bragging away. And <laughs> um, yeah, I'm geez. like, I want him to affect and to touch and connect with as many people as possible. Because we know how um, hungry um, humans are for connection and for intimacy and vulnerability. and mm. And anyone that has that ability should be sharing it. That's how I feel. So Marissa, was it you that um, came
1: to Tyler with this idea or have you both always felt this way?
3: Before dating Marissa, I was in two very like long term relationships, sort of about three years each. I just feel like I had like more of a conditioned like view on it that uh, relationships had to look this way. And jealousy was like a part of relationships. And it was just like... Something you had to deal with, and arguments that mm-hmm. you had to have, and things that just like were a part of it, right? But then I met Marissa, and she like did not feel any of these things that I were to me signifiers of love and a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was very confusing when she started bringing all this stuff towards me. I started feeling like, Oh, are you not happy? What do you want? Like, who is wh- it? Yeah, who, who is it? Who like, is it? Who, <laughs> who, like, what's going on here? But again,
2: those were all projections coming from insecurity, coming from fear, coming Mm -hmm. from the unknown and um, uh, under education. Um, And I had been spending my time we were long distance at the time. And I um, I was really just kind of trying to grapple with my independence, my individuality, because I hadn't been with him the whole summer. And this is my third summer in a row that I wasn't. With him, and so I was like, "Who am I without Tyler? And what does that mean for me? And who, who? What interactions am I allowed to limit myself with? Or how do I put boundaries on myself? And I really, actually, just want to have a conversation about it and what it all meant and what we, what the potential that we could do as a couple together, rather than just doing what's prescribed for us and
3: how we can help alleviate some of the day-to-day stresses that most couples go through.
0: So, cause I want you to touch on this as well, is that Tyler, you also, um, I, I I don't want to like identify you because I know I'll say,
3: (laughs) um, I identify as a queer person. Um, I really only came into that in the past like couple years of my life, but, um, I, it's something that's been with me my whole life. I've always been very confused about my sexuality. Um, growing up, like, I liked women, and I sometimes found men attractive, and I found that very confusing. Um, and no one ever told me that, like, it was ever a possibility that I could just like both and that that's okay and healthy and natural um, because our sex education um, system doesn't really include um, talking about, like, queer things as well. So um, I just grew up thinking that there was something wrong with me, that I had to make a decision.
0: Yeah, I remember you said to me one time, you were like, oh, I guess I just have to be gay. Like, I guess I just have to say I'm gay. And then you're like, but wait, I'm also very, like, sexually attracted to this female. So what do I
3: do? Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, why judge myself? Yeah, like, keep yourself
2: open for what could be the potential of, who because you don't know how what people will love you and you will love in your life. You can't predict that. So you can't really identify yourself so solidly like I it, it's such a fascinating thing identity is is a fluid thing like we mm. we can change and our our sexual attractions can change within our life so I'm I identify as a straight woman but one day, maybe I could not be and I could be. Yeah, more so that's fluid. what I was going
1: to ask you. Are you, have you only been with males? Like you
2: have never been yeah. a girl? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on the heteronormative train of, of maybe that's conditioned. I don't know. I'm still learning about it, just still discovering it. And I of think, of course, the, we always are. The always first always step always is are. saying, I'm open to the possibility of of myself changing. Not even just, like, open to hooking up with a girl. Like, I'm open to myself possibly changing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: That actually brings a different point, too, is that you guys were saying to me before, sometimes people... Because you just said, like, hooking up with a girl. Sometimes people think open relationships are just about sex and i want you guys to talk about that too because yes. i feel like even i thought that's what it was before was like before i met you guys to be honest i thought it was just like oh that just means you're allowed to have sex with other people but that is right. not what
2: i know now <laughs> keep going keep going <laughs> yeah so i i find there's a, a lot of stigma steeped in major terms um, one one of them being open relationships, one of them being polyamory. Um, it's funny, polyamory is a word that ch- um triggers knee jerk triggers people into thinking that it's polygamy. People think mm-hmm. polyamory- What, is, what does is, polyamory mean again? Poly means many and amory means loves. So it's just oh, okay. many, many loves. Yeah. Um but
3: which I argue is something great for all humans to have. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. you should yeah.
2: talk about the um concept of polyamory being something that we actually all are.
3: Well, yeah, we totally all, like, every human has the ability to love and to be loved. And um, I find that, you know, we were talking about this the other day. Our friends just created a podcast um, called, I'm going to give them a quick plug, called Chunky Coyote. Um, And they... It's a couple's um,
2: podcast. It's a couple's
3: podcast about a friendship. And I think that that is something that we never talk about, is that... I love my friends so much. You know what I mean? Like, and I i know you have friends like that as well. And, you know, my romantic relationship with Marissa is not very much different than my platonic relationship with my best friend, other than the fact that we don't, um, make out every make day. Make out every day. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. And, and, and that's a big thing to talk about as well with jealousy when that comes in. People are always like, "Oh, don't you get jealous?" Or like, "What if you like talking about some a crush and someone gets jealous or something?" It's always about jealousy. Or I'm too jealous to do that. I could never do that. I'm right. just a
2: jealous person. Um, and all. I
3: always am so confused at that because like if my friend booked a role, I wouldn't say, "Hey, sorry, you can't do that role because I'm actually feeling jealous." So I don't want you to do that,
2: right? <laughs> you can't
3: no. Do that. no right so why, we manage do, it. why do we all of a sudden give um jealousy within relationships so much power
0: you did experience that though at near the beginning right and i know Big that was time. something that you were you were working on i remember having a conversation with you guys because i was like asking you literally like we talk about like how invasive we are like i literally asked them like 10,000 <laughs> like i have a million questions <laughs> well you, my should right you should ask them you should ask them okay let me just seriously. i'll just say one thing i'll just say one thing tyler was um in the beginning jealous and and marissa was saying like it's okay. to be jealous we just have to work through why we're being jealous but I remember you feeling like almost like ashamed that you were jealous. And then I remember saying like, you don't also need to be ashamed that you're jealous. Of, cause this is, you're just like a human big being, time. Right? So
3: like, and, yeah. and that's the thing because Marissa like just feels a lot less jealousy than me. I always thought, Oh my gosh, like, is there something wrong with me? Like how yeah. is she capable of doing that? And, um, I thought, wow, all these negative feelings are coming in my head and what, what the heck? Like, how can I do anything about this? Like they just happen. Right. But then I realized, and through a lot of research, like, a lot of reading, um, uh, Like, we love a a couple of great books. um, And And
2: podcasts. Yeah, that have helped us,
3: like, really understand these concepts a little bit more. It really just opens my eyes to the fact that, oh, this is not something that I need to be worried about. My partner always comes home to me every night and like, that's our thing. And we have an agreement just like we push every relationship to talk about what their boundaries are and what they need from a relationship. Like yeah. this, this so- brings
2: me to another point that I, I really wanted to make about um, agreements and relationships and oh, the term open relationships. I really don't like the the way that people view the term open relationships. They just project it to be, oh, so basically your relationship is ending and there's something wrong. Or, right. People
3: always think it's a big fixer. Yeah, it's
2: a big like, oh, okay, so this is your last ditch effort to try and like make some excitement. or and like.
3: it's rarely when it's used as a fixer, it rarely works. Yeah, and so people you know? only
2: see that and they see the failure and that confirms their their idea that this is something that will never work, but it's only because the people who are making it work, aren't going to tell you about it because they know that you're like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They know they're (laughs) not going to judge them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so most of the people that are doing this successfully, um, have a pretty, it's, it's so controversial and you can't really talk about it without being penalized by people or judged by people. So you don't talk about it. It's, it's very much like, Follow the rules, go up the relationship escalator to marriage, to kids, to death, and or or else.
3: And it's funny because yeah. like, we're not even doing anything wild, but we were even nervous to just talk about this subject today because yeah, I, you said that yeah, yeah, because it's like some uh, people start hearing these big terms and stuff, and immediately just... Projection. yeah, they start projecting their own. Um, dissatisfactions with their own relationships and their own things. And, and and it always bleeds out and it's very telling, you know, when we tell, we talk about this kind of stuff and all of a sudden people start spilling out all of their insecurities and stuff. And it's (laughs) like, Oh yeah, sure. Like, yeah, it's it's almost
2: triggering for people to hear about, things that are alternative or are working and are alternative. It's funny, like in my head right now, I'm
1: like, you guys are just so much more like confident and like, like, I wish I could get to that level where you are. Cause like, I'm looking at your relationship and the way you guys approach things and look at things as like, I'm jealous that I don't. How I'm not
3: It takes that. so much work. Isn't but that I think so
1: funny? but I think that that's probably why people are so judgmental about it because they see how happy you guys are and they see how you're making it work and it's like if you're if they're going to look at it in that way it's because they're lacking something in their relationship and yeah, 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 their yeah, life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it's
2: it's become a sensitive topic. It's very like yeah, we have to try yeah. very carefully and and be really yeah. respectful cuz I also don't want to come across like I don't agree with monogamy either because we actually completely support it.
3: (laughs) All we support is that you're having the conversation because it's really something that is like sold to us from day one. It's in your children's stories. It's in your like TV shows. It's in your commercials. It's in uh, the clothes you wear. It's everything that like like little girls are taught that they must grow up and find their prince. And like this, this view of relationships is instilled in us since day one.
0: One thing that I was like when I was being educated educated on this I sometimes like have like specific questions that I literally do not understand how something like functions and I know you're studying this Marissa and I know like you guys have both like educated yourself so much so with with this kind of like um alternative relationship like what could be an example of like how somebody would like what their boundaries are like how how could that work yeah
3: um, there's a multitude of different styles of relationships. yeah
2: I can just like name them off so non-monogamous is the um, umbrella term you have swingings under there? You have hall pass, which is just like you can go out one time kind of thing while we're married, or <laughs> or there's um polyamory, there's um there's um relationship anarchy, which is basically no one has a hierarchy in any relationship, everyone's equal, which is really interesting as well. Mm. Um, but I find the most common way of handling situations is like full. Cl- Full disclosure communication and some people there I think the smaller percentage of people do don't ask don't tell and, oh. and, and
3: that's that's usually actually a more small a smaller percentage because small. I actually would imagine that that is a like
0: creates more a, jealousy a, a very
3: difficult um, way of yeah. going about it but yeah, you it, never know what's going on yeah, yeah but for some people it works splendidly
2: just do what you need to do I don't yeah, need to know about it
3: absolutely um, and that's yeah. totally
2: cool for some people but for the majority I think um, it's better to know all the information so then you can um, not let your imagination get the best of yeah. you <laughs> people
3: would people yeah. would be like I start like for instance like they would talk to their partner and say I have a crush on this person at work and um, it, like I know that there's this big Christmas party coming up and I would love to like flirt with them or like maybe see like where they're at with me. And like their partner would be like, I'm feeling a little bit jealous of that, but you know what? I completely support it. And I go out and have that moment and let me know what comes of it. And yeah. like, let's talk about it when you get home.
2: I know a open marriage. Um, they also have a podcast. It's called turn me on podcast. Um, oh. and th- their whole thing was that they set really strict contracts. So when, when wow. because he's actually uh, has a terminal illness, um, which causes him to have like half a lifespan. So basically he's like, how can I live the most I can live, but still respect you and love you. And they discovered this different alternative relationship style, which allows him to have like more freedom so he can experience life to his fullest even though he has a short lifespan
3: so like he has his wife he
2: has he has a wife um, and then he had a girl for a long-term girlfriend and she has a long-term partner so in a way when he passes away she has someone already there that's going to be there for her which is a yeah. great arrangement for them mm-hmm. um, right. but yeah but their whole thing was they started with a strict contract of like what you can and cannot do it was basically an editable contract and they would just change it and add it whenever things came yeah. up and things 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 became too challenging or things were maybe irrelevant to keep rules on and they grew past them yeah um, and I think that's a really- it has to
3: be a constant conversation yeah it's so, like some couples have a year rule where they say okay at the end of every year we're gonna sit together and we're gonna talk about our relationship and we're gonna say is this working for me still what do we what do we need from each other what do we what are our desires what are our wants and so then they will be like okay do we want to continue this relationship this year or like not you mm-hmm. know and, and that
2: forces people and- to have to work a bit harder, it's it's a less lazy approach. I feel like a lot of relationships sometimes um can get in the habit of just relying on the contract that they that they wrote when they got married. And that that's sorry, that's your contract and you have to fulfill this duty rather than actually working towards it every single day. It's a daily practice of being a good partner. And and if you have like a an agreement that if it's not working out past this year mark, then you're gonna discuss what's going wrong and you can decide if you want to part ways or not. And I think that's a really, there's, there's, that's not not something that we would do, I don't think. No, but but
3: there's, the ways of, of going about an open relationship or uh, ethical non-monogamy is is absolutely (laughs) completely individual. Like, and you would be so shocked to hear some of the, like, just like random rules that people have. And, and, and and it's just like it's completely individual and you can't knock it because you know what? They've talked about it. They're working through it and they're happy. So
2: yeah what and as can long you say? As, as long as it's consensual, then it is ethical. And that's yeah. what all we're trying to go for in any relationship is that everyone is considered everyone is respected and it's not just a free for all, which is what people think it is. <laughs> and then we're not,
3: and then we're not talking to, uh, to, we're not talking to other people behind our partner's back. We're not like trying to hold any secrets from each other or like any crushes or anything, because then you're just like literally suppressing yourself all the time in a relationship. And that can be really suffocating.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So in general, in a relationship like this, is there usually like, I don't know how to word it properly, but, like, the main relationship and mm, then, like, yes. like dating so, around?
3: Yeah, so this Good is, question. like, this is, like, when we were talking about relationship anarchy. So, okay. like, some people will have, like, their primary or, like, so, like, Marissa and I are in, like, a primary relationship. Yeah, like this is this the
2: relationship, is, our domestic relationship. This is our home life. This is how we keep our lives together. We share finances kind of and thing. And then
3: sometimes people will have, like, um, I don't know, this is just a common term, but, like, a second or, like, a, um, secondary, um, a secondary partner. Yeah. And that person maybe is just more for, like, going on dates and yeah. having some romance in and your like, life. And that may having- seem
2: like, oh, well, the secondary partner will never match up to the primary partner. And and, and you know what? That's it's, – it's just interesting. It's just someone that you do – I do domestic things with. And then your boyfriend, which would be possibly a secondary – Or a girlfriend would be um, that would be someone that you just engage with regular relationship stuff with without having to do the do the dishes every day. You know what I mean? It's just it's not a relationship that you put all these like duties, life duties with, but it's still a completely valid, equal relationship in what it provides for you. So
0: you know, like I'm sure we can all agree. Like sometimes when you're with someone for a really long time, your relationship can change, and like. Things start bugging me more than they didn't when I was in my first year and like whatever. And like the dishes are like the worst thing ever and I'm mm-hmm. mad because whatever, right? So it's like, do you think that in a, in a relationship like this, it could ever be a problem where this, the secondary person, the boyfriend is the more fun option because you don't have to deal with the hard life stuff like sharing finances and dishes and like, do you know what I mean? I would. Argue. Yeah, totally.
2: Totally. Well, there's another very invasive energy that we haven't talked about yet. That is actually one of the most challenging aspects of, of doing anything alternative and it's the <laughs> new relationship energy which
3: is nre for short
2: nre for short new relationship energy and it's intense like people it, it's it's been equated to the same psychological reaction as doing crack cocaine oh my god like it is in it is intense <laughs> but it, but it just it's an addictive thing and that's how we get into relationships is all that excited energy this desire this unknown this mystery person and you just want to you just want to know everything about them but it but something that I learned throughout life growing up was that it seems like it's a really big important big deal at first and then you get in a relationship for a while and you realize that oh wow everyone is what's your your favorite line What is it? Oh, everyone's gross up close is my favorite
3: line. Yeah, no matter how perfect a situation seems, that's outside of, like, maybe someone's relationship. Like they know there's there's something they have to be conscious that that energy is coming because uh, humans thrive off of variety. So whenever yeah. something new is presented to us, Novelty. we we love to jump into that and invest. And that can be... Um, that kills really, relationships That too. can be a really big problem for a lot of people to get through because it's really difficult when someone's so obsessed with someone different that's not you. And you're like, well, what the heck? I'm special too, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but you have to you have to learn to be conscious of those pitfalls and and mm, okay. when you if you think that those things are like well this is better than my current partner you will be very disappointed when later on that person will end up being the same thing as your partner it's called yeah, it's right. also called serial monogamy people do it all the time i'm bored of this person i want new relationship energy i'm just going to end this relationship start a new one repeat the same pattern and then
3: once it gets boring again they go on to someone else like yeah. and, and
2: it also causes affairs to happen too because people feel like they're not allowed and it, it becomes a, kind of a secretive thing and then it becomes exciting and then they- they want to do it makes them feel alive again that's
3: when people say like mm-hmm. i had no control over my body i felt like <laughs> uh, i like because they've been suppressing so much for so long that once yeah. they allow themselves to go there it's like literally could be like a ble- blackout state like yeah. Yeah. Somehow,
2: terrifying right? yeah. and then that thing ends up being the same thing they, they get into yeah because there's again.
3: something else co- called old relationship energy and that's something <laughs> that you'll never get from new relationships. and energy. old relationship and,
0: energy
1: is equally as awesome
3: yeah it's, it's just, just a different, different. Yeah.
1: it's annoying but also awesome <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in this community, has it ever been where you would date a boy and then Tyler, you would then date that boy as well? Like, is it,
2: <gasps> like, can mm. that happen? Okay, yes. Big time. That's called a thruple or a triad.
3: <laughs> yes, and okay. this is really like, common in, in the in the open relationship or polyamory community. Oh, okay, like, that's what I
2: wasn't sure More of, so, like, it, it's it only really happens in the queer community, if you think about it, because then you need at least one person to one be person bisexual. To be, yeah. Or, yeah.
3: unless everyone is, like, of the same sexual ori- orientation Yeah. You know?
2: So, say, okay, for example, say, if I'm a straight person, I can have a throuple situation if I'm with two men that are both um, queer yes, Right. Yes. or there's, there's also a V type relationship, which means say I'm at the hub of the V and I'm at the top and then there's the two lines coming out and they're separate. They, they aren't, they but don't they interact. Never, yeah, no. Right. And so they're just two separate things there, but a throuple would be, they all connect. Yeah, yeah, like a
3: great TV show that represents this is She's Gotta Have It on Netflix. And- oh, I
2: haven't watched it and I want to watch it. It's Yeah, good. it's
3: a fantastic show and it really changes the way like um, you think about relationships and as well yeah. as like TV in general. It's a really cool show.
1: It's a really cool show. Sure. The only like movie I've ever seen is that one with like Blake Lively. What's it called? Blake Lively. Oh, and, and Anna, like Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. No, no, no. Yeah, Anna Kendrick said no, she's it. not. You're not the right one. It's <laughs> like lively and she's dating, she's dating the two men. Oh yeah. And then they, they're all like in it. And I'm like, that is the most attractive thing I've ever seen and it's like literally I feel like it's my dream yeah because and she just but,
0: like but see that's interest. that would be interesting to them like the fact that you're saying Kayla's saying it's my dream but she is like but that's never gonna happen like do you know what I mean right. so it's interesting because Tyler and Marissa would say well if it's your dream then, then you do to ha- you do it then you yeah. need to have that discussion and if yeah. you're h- holding back from something it, now I'm the teacher guys mm-hmm. like well, if you're
2: holding something back from what's your dream then you know well it, there's a difference between having a fantasy and having a something Something that you need to act upon, and you're
3: allowed so, like you are so allowed to have fantasies that you don't act upon, mm-hmm. and that is okay. You know, I
2: I honestly
1: can say, I I could see myself being able to do this, but just really having to work on it because, oh it's, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's almost like I feel like I would be more jealous in what I'm in right now than if I were to just have a conversation with Chris and it be open because then I would just know everything and I would be fine with it and like you mm-hmm. you said at near the beginning like when Tyler would flirt with like a guy or a girl or whatever you would find that attractive I love I've always had that in me where I'm like I love when like if girls or guys or whatever are hitting on Chris and Chris, like I love that and I'm not jealous whatsoever so it's almost like as I'm like speaking out loud I'm like This seems silly to not do that because then all that's all this is adding is that I just get to we just get to talk about it rather than me have these thoughts in my head. Like, would Chris ever be capable of cheating on me? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, but I don't think he would. But like, you know what I mean? But I also think that I'm it's easier just to say than do.
3: Hi, I'm Chris Gethard and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. Talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones, I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison, I've talked to people who survived mass shootings, crazy funny ones, I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, beautiful anonymous.
0: They've always said it's like something they have to work so hard at to yeah. you have
3: to it's like oh we said this the other day it's like when you are in a relationship it's like holding up a mirror to your uh to yourself right like you are dating yeah. your partner but then when you if you open up your relationship then you are holding a microscope to yourself because you have to face every insecurity that you yeah. ever feel and yeah. you know what like I have it learned more up. about myself in having these conversations with Marissa over the past like 2 years of that and like I I am a completely different person because of having these conversations and I am in taking control over this this situation called love and this situation called relationships that we are all stressed about 24 seven, you know, yeah. don't lie and say that your friends don't ever just talk to you about like your, their crushes and their relationship. I just wish I had like what you have Stacey with Mark or like, you know, like, yeah. um, and it's like, we, we want, we all want love so badly. So why don't we just let ourselves do it?
0: <laughs> Cause it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. The fact that you are also a, like a queer person as well is that's another thing that Like, for sure, like, actually, the listeners don't know this, but like, I identify as a pansexual female. And so, (laughs) snap. And so that means I am attracted to a person of any gender or gender doesn't even come into play. Like, I would date a female. I would date a male. But because I'm in a monogamous relationship with a male, I will never experience dating a female Unless I change that agreement. Like, do you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. so, so if I was not in a monogamous relationship, I would be able to experience what I know that I would be interested in possibly or whatever, yeah. right? But I can't do that because of my agreement. And you guys have also said to me too, that like open relationships are not for everybody. And, um, like monogamy is sometimes what the agreement is. And that's okay if you're okay with it. But it's, I, I think it's very interesting as like a queer person. You are then able to be also open with that side of things too, because you're big not time. limited to one gender or whatever you want to call it, kind of thing. Well, like, yeah, like, and
1: like I'm like as I'm, you're saying this, like I'm like realizing so many things. Like people <laughs> who um, say that they're bisexual, like they just have to choose. Mm-hmm, and they're in a monogamous much. relationship. Like they just have to choose, and like what they will never know that other side, and that oh, like oh, I'm big getting a note right now because I'm like, why. It, it, there's you're you're totally right. There's no way one person in this entire world can satisfy all of your needs. So no. so you're right about like it being a bit selfish. Like when I get mad at Chris because he's not doing something a certain way, someone else might be okay with that way. So mm-hmm. why am I like who am I to just try to change that? She's literally going through the same emotions that I no, did but it's when like- I we we were all when we did a theater contract. We were like
0: living in this house together, yes. and like Marissa would come visit. And Kayla, I went through these emotions. I was getting like heated. I was like, like I was questioning life. I was like, because it because makes br-
3: sense. Yeah, and it's breaking down the foundation of everything you know about relationships and right. and, and everything you which is
2: tradition which
3: is our whole entire universe we are our relationships like maybe if you're if you were lucky you had a parents who were in a healthy relationship well, a stable and secure most of us yeah. that's not the case you know See, that's
0: another thing too like what's the definition of a healthy relationship like who even knows right like mm-hmm. what could be healthy for one person could not be healthy for another absolutely so like, that's yeah. another like trippy thing to think about like how do you ever learn unless you like figure out individually what you want and what's going to work for you without worrying about what you should do because of what like society has taught you, or whatever. touching
3: upon the queerness as well is that like that's something within our relationship that like Marissa has had to face a lot of like discrimination against, like, oh, or that, I yes. guess I faced a lot of discrimination well, in the sense that yeah. people don't ev- like I come across as a, a bit more effeminate and like queer sometimes, and people think that um, sometimes. <laughs> that it's, impo- it's impossible, it's impossible that I could be in a relationship with a woman or that I can be bisexual and in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah, so, like, so
2: we'll, we'll give an example of like when we first started dating, um, I basically had almost everyone tell me you know Tyler's gay, right? Like, you know he's just using you as a beard, right?
3: Which <laughs> and is so silly, It's just yeah.
2: so rude and insulting because I'm like, uh, you have no idea what goes on behind closed doors, so how can yeah. you comment on and that? And I've only
3: <laughs> ever been in heterosexual relationships and I've been in, like, a couple long-term ones and so for me, it's always, like, been like, yeah, well, that's what works for me. I'm, like, happier, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. So it was so confusing when people were like, Trying to tell me what I am or what I should be doing yeah. and yeah. what what my, my relationship should look like and and I was what I always hate is that people assume that if you are sexually attracted to more than one gender that you are automatically promiscuous. promiscuous or that you like need to explore that.
2: Why I don't like open relationships the way that we see it culturally is because I wish that we stopped using open as a sexually open and we yeah. started using open as an emotionally, um, mentally, like more open. Rather than yeah, just being exactly. like I'm, I'm physically open. Like, no, yeah, I want yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. to be mentally and emotionally open. For you guys, is it a thing where you're like, yeah, we could get married one day, or no, we will not? Oh, get for
3: married sure. Like that's it's always a possibility. I just think that yeah. like I don't
2: think we know enough information uh, about the history of marriage to know what we're doing consciously. Yeah. Um, but I think that most people now redefine what marriage is as opposed to what it used to be in the past. Yeah,
0: and like every single person in our family is divorced every single person
3: right in our so you're like before. why would so i why would i try like clearly it does yeah. like does That's it work it. or what like i don't Is know it, oh, when
2: people it- um I, I was just gonna say when people point like polyamory and go well that will never work it's it's, so
3: ironic. Yeah, it's yeah, so ironic it's so ironic <laughs> you're like you're like well yeah, can you show so me how marriage works Did you like, yeah, like, yeah. work?
2: like what like, yeah, it's yeah. Nothing so <laughs> it, it is so funny it follows this
3: hilarious page on facebook called like are the straights okay yeah. and it like and so many times it like posts about like monogamy and things like that where like it's like oh if you ever talk to someone like i'm gonna cut you and like get away from here and like or like you're like will oh. like, I'll, you're <laughs> never allowed to come back into this house ever again. You know what I mean? And it's like when those people like,
2: go into relationships and they go, "Don't ever do this. I'll slit your throat. I'll kill you if you ever do this." <laughs> people do that though. You like you know you've heard people be like, "Oh, if he ever does this, I'm just gonna like or destroy I would be, him. I would be
3: like fuming. Yeah, I'll like, destroy
0: him. Yeah, but that yeah. Causes, you, all, you say that like she'll be yeah, like, oh, kill him. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. That, well, causes, that causes your partner then to think, well, I okay, then I could never tell her about actually this real thing exactly. that's happening yeah. because yeah. then I can't trust that. And so
2: you've created an uns- safe space which yeah. actually deters it, it diminishes a relationship don't you think
0: that she's gonna be the best relationship ever? <laughs> yeah
1: like, like it's your yeah and and it's really i know for the listeners you guys can't see them but it's like interesting watching the two of you as well because you can tell there's like so much love there for one another respect. and like back, yeah respect in the way that Aww. you guys look at each other and like you're just you're constantly trying to build each other up rather than like putting each other down right well, and that's like, all we want in life right
3: yeah like, yeah i mean we have our fair share of problems don't get me yeah, wrong yeah we,
0: we right? have problems no <laughs> it is the most fun thing i have seen them in a fight i'll say in quotations and it is my like the best thing ever to watch because you know they'll be fine in like two seconds but it's not like they don't argue like we do with like Chris. no Christmas. Like, i've be- fully seen them do it like you guys get in like arguments and it is so fun to watch and i know that sounds really weird for me to say but to say it's fun to watch no movie. i get it i love it I but it, it is because you know they're gonna be fine like two seconds later and like okay the last <laughs> argument i saw them get it and is tyler i hope you guys are okay with me telling this but like it <laughs> sounds like, because it sounds so funny but it was serious in the moment <laughs> I don't know, is I don't know. he was upset that you were in bed you stayed in bed too long remember yeah.
3: <laughs> so he was like Bruce you're always like he's
0: like she's always laying under the covers and the pillows and it's just like too long and she needs to be like one with nature and I was like I hate nature and I like laying in the bed with the pillows oh and then gosh. Marissa was like that's cause you're a cancer she's like, she's like you're a crab and the crabs like have their p- uh, shells that protect them yes. with the blankets and the pillows
3: and I... but
0: he would, wa- you were so mad Tyler you're like you are laying too long in the bed with the pillows and then Marissa was like I don't want to go outside <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there it's it's eating spaghetti, being like, yes. "This is awesome." Wow. <laughs> well, how did that like- work
2: out? It's like one of
3: our, it has, still the biggest thing we argue about. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are, we are. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: Well, no, we, we have like our biggest incompatibilities are like how we live, which is like, yeah, like why are we living together? I don't I know. know.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, the last thing that we want to do on this podcast, because you guys are hilarious is tell us a confession if you listen to any of our episodes, like we confess things too much. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. It's like hilarious. It's yeah. whatever. So just say whatever you want. Um, but yeah, tell me your confessions. Whoever wants to start.
3: Go. Well, okay. Not really a confession, <laughs> but an embarrassing story. Ones that happened to me, I thought, um, was I was in Medicine Hat with you. We were in, um, and me, uh, my friends Lawrence and Adam, who were a part of that contract, uh, yes. were in the hot tub hanging out after, mm-hmm. like, rehearsal one day. And, like, w- we were talking for, like, an hour in the hot tub. And, like, I could tell Lawrence was, like, start like constantly like giggling at me or something and I just thought oh I don't know there, something must be weird like I didn't think too much about it and, and then Lawrence about- is like this
0: cool like British guy he's like the yeah I guy know yeah.
3: <laughs> and then um, an hour into the like conversation I like realized that I had the biggest booger like hanging out of my nose <laughs> and is, like, none of them year. told me like for time. Okay. And I and I was got so angry at them. I was like, wow, I love you guys, but if you ever do that to me again, yeah. we're done.
0: <laughs> they need to tell. Because the person, as embarrassed as they might be in that moment, they will be so grateful that it's off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh this, my god. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was
3: I was so embarrassed. I was sitting oh. here like <gasps> How but dare you! But isn't it so you? funny
0: that it's like, uh, like everyone's had that before, but like I feel like I would die. But why? Yeah. Why are we so embarrassed of this? Oh, I, don't I know. know. In the long it run, is. I
3: don't care. And we're best friends. Like I love them I so much,
0: you know? constantly, I'm like looking, at, I'll be like, is there something in my nose? Like, I'm constantly like, looking in the mirror, and like there's been times where I've like gone home and like there was something, and I was like, oh my God, remember. What- Happens. Remember like, I
1: told you like I always think there is, so I'm like always going like this, and then I check and there never is. And then the one time I thought I was like, okay, it's just me being classic kill like, again thinking there's something, so I didn't care. And then I went to the washroom and there was. And I'm like, This is terrible. So now like I'm just back at it. Like right now I feel like there's something in my nose Yeah, I know, like for sure. About. Like, okay, Marissa, what is yours?
2: Okay, so, this is so good. okay. Um, I have a poem that i I had written for uh, a, a yearbook writer's craft anthology in grade twelve um and it's really dramatic <laughs> 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 and and it's kind of iconic looking back as a nostalgic thing because i um I have like um um nail biting disorder or a oh. finger biting disorder and it, it's really difficult to deal with and it's it's challenging but I didn't really know about it when I was a kid too much so I um I just like wrote these poems and now looking back I'm like <laughs> oh this poem is about my finger biting and I pub- I published it and I had no idea that it was about that but it's the most dramatic like
3: I, like, we read it back this year and we like you think, were dying. Yeah, you'd
2: think I was the most emo kid in the entire world, but I was but actually it's literally like literally about you biting your nails.
3: Yeah, but Marissa has to do a dramatic reading, no, no, and then you'll get why this is so interesting. You'll get why it's really funny. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, you
0: have it, you have
3: it. Okay, okay. Um
2: but the title of the poem is Tingling Fingers.
3: S-O-S. <laughs> Tingling Fingers. Okay. So, okay, so now yep. I'm
2: like, oh, clearly something was subconsciously happening, that yeah. I had no It clue Started though.
0: dramatic already. Dramatic
2: then. reading. <laughs> Fall and carry your weight upon your fingers. Let the pain linger. You'll feel the tingle under the gust of hot air that consumes your veins. Crawl. Stop laughing. <laughs> Tyler's dying. It's <laughs> so much. Okay, it gets worse. Crawl and carry your dead weight upon- amongst your grip. Don't slip. Trip. Trip. Your blood drips through sweaty sips and dry lips. <laughs> your hands screw. <laughs> it's so much. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, no. Your hands scream in lax- lack of oxygen. Rip at the skin. You writhe in blood as your shins sin. On skin, how pain smiles at your torture. No cure. They depend. They depend on your screens. So be quiet. But no pain is greater than your tingling fingers. <laughs> Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> My favorite line, guys, is... My favorite line is, no cure. No cure. No cure. No
2: <laughs> no. Like, she like, was what? so upset about biting her fingernails. Like, she's like, but I had, like... I was on a huge kick in high school about wanting to sound, like, really deep. Like, I just wanted to be, like, really mature and deep-sounding, so I just thought yeah. the most dramatic thing you'd ever... Like, wh- why did they come up with that? Like, thro- <laughs> throw yourself at your demon.
0: <laughs> Blood dripping on the floor. I love that. I know. So, so much. Funny. Okay, we have literally talked for almost, like, two hours, and our podcasts are 45 minutes. That's how i yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. guys. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so if people want to, like follow you online is that a thing like can people like totally. follow you on instagram or like are you doing the tiktoks these days or uh, what tell me <laughs> no
3: i'm not on the tiktok but you can follow me at tyler pierce on instagram that's t-y-l-e-r-p-e-a-r-s-e nice. um and yeah, and yeah. At,
2: my my account is like half blog so if you wanted to, like, follow me, and I I speak a lot about, like, my views on love, but it's not in a very specifically non-monogamous lens. It's actually right. just in a very general, this is what I think love is all about lens. Um, and I'm Marissa Dashney, M-A-R-I-S-A. D-A-S-H-N-E-Y. And I also have a new Instagram that's in the works. And it's for my business of like being a relationship coach and also for astrology stuff. Um, and that is on its way. So if you wanted to let people know when it does come out, it's, yes! at, it's at Clarity in Venus. Can oh, you nice. can people follow Clarity in Venus right now? Um, it's it's a private account right now, and I'm just working out the kinks and I'm just pre- preparing it. And I but you could get some like up. follow requests. So Pretty if anyone sure. wants to, do,
0: if everyone wants to do like a pre-follow request for when it gets like like released, then they can do that. So that's totally good. yeah. That's totally oh my cool. gosh! Thank you so much yeah, for talking, thanks, guys. Kayla, didn't this you love so, that?
1: Yeah, I could sit with you guys like literally for hours and just yeah ask a million questions. Yeah, I know,
0: right? guys. Thank
3: you for having us. Hey, thank
1: you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being on our
0: podcast. Okay, bye. We love you. Okay, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. I have to come bye. Hey, when you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time, oh. So here we
1: go. We bustin', we bustin' around, oh. This is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacey K. Okay, that... Uh...
0: I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there?